So welcome to this episode of the Reality of Herbal Therapy podcast. Yeah, but before we begin, we want to um, inform you of our disclaimer. Do not feel that by listening to this podcast that we have dispensed medical advice to you or have given you the ability to treat yourself or others with this information. We do not directly or indirectly dispense medical advice or prescribe the use of herbs as a form of treatment for sickness without medical approval. It's not the intent of this podcast to diagnose, diagnose or prescribe. The intent is only to offer herbal information from the herbalist's point of view, only for your consideration. In the event you use this information without your doctor's approval, you are prescribing for yourself, which is your God-given right. But the publisher and authors assume no responsibility. Today I'm joined with Dr. Michael James, who is a clinical herbalist and a naturopathic medical doctor, and with his son, Scott James, who is also a clinical herbalist. And today we're going to be talking about the immune system. So go ahead, Dr. James. The immune system is really, really misunderstood. Basically, inside of our bodies it are, are the, is a mechanism to fight off illness, to make us healthy, and distribute uh, vitamins and minerals and nutrients throughout the body. That's the immune system. Very misunderstood because uh, the immune system is our mechanism to heal our own body. In the world today, a lot of people believe that that health and healing comes from some external thing, some some drug or some potion or some uh, thing. Well, it does partly in that if you take herbs or vitamins or eat food, it it builds and supports the immune system. And also exercise supports the immune system, especially just getting up and walking and moving around. If you're sedentary, if you sit down and couch potato all the time, your immune system actually suffers suffers because a large part of your immune system is your lymphatic system. And your lymphatics aren't like your heart. They're veins that go throughout your body, but they don't have a pump like your heart. The only way that they move fluid to keep your immune system going is by you moving, by you jumping up and down, by you walking around, things like that. Pump the lymphatic system so and I, keep it moving. So if I want to feel better, I jump up and down? <laughs> it can help, but you <laughs> probably want to do it on a rebounder. Okay. Well, also the immune system is... is uh, nowadays we have several illnesses that they classify autoimmune disease. And autoimmune diseases they basically are saying that the immune system is attack, attacking the body, uh, like the joints or uh, things like that. They call it an autoimmune disease where the immune system has begun to attack us. I want to talk about that a little bit later because that's such a misunderstood thing about the immune system. The immune system is our mechanism that was created for us to heal our own bodies. We have uh, health built into us. Mm-hmm. And a large, a large part of our immune system is actually comes from our bones. Our bones, a lot of it is built in our bones, our immune system. And something interesting that a lot of people don't realize is the cells in our bones, some of our cells are designed specifically, there's a set of cells that are specifically to break down bone and to break down cells to be able to use the calcium somewhere else. And there's ones that maintain the cells, maintain the bones, and then there's um, one that actually builds the bones. Well, the interesting thing about that is is that we have a plethora 
of minerals stored in our bones. And mm-hmm. it's a storage system. It, it's replenished. It's utilized. It's There's a time when our bodies don't have the calcium and the, uh, and the other 11 minerals that bones are made up of. And the body actually cannibalizes that for metabolic processes, knowing that it dietarily it's going to be replaced. So it's not like a cell that's gone bad and just dissolves bones. It's a, m- a normal metabolic process mm-hmm. to re uh, to exchange the calcium in our bones. Yeah, there are cells that are set up specifically to break down your bones. And what happens many times... it's not times, a malfunction when they do it. <laughs> like, like bone spurs. That's when the, 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 the calcium's floated around so much in the bloodstream and, and then you get a, a, a bone spur because it's not laid back into the bones properly. And that's a nutritional deficiency. It's not that these cells are taking calcium out and then they're making spurs out of it. No, it's that nutritionally there's a problem. That's a very simple problem to solve, and I'll mention it right now. Is silica DE is what we use for bone spurs, and within just a few weeks, you, you've got those taken care of. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's stenosis and it's a, a massive problem, it's going to take a little bit longer. But the immune system is a nutrient distributor. Like, for instance, they'll, call, they'll, they'll say an autoimmune disease, you have it in your knee and in, in, in your You've got uh, a form of arthritis that is an autoimmune disease, and it's and that's the reason you have arthritis. And basically, how we view that is that there's not enough of those nutrients in that, like in our knee or our joint where we hurt, for normal metabolic processes. So that's why the immune system is taking it into the body for for priority systems so you have to jack up those nutrients that that are that are missing in the knees and joints and muscles because they're going uh they're being redistributed by the immune system for the heart and the lungs and uh, knees and joints and those type of things are not priority systems to the body and just for example uh sulfur your joints are made 70 percent of sulfur but sulfur is required for your heart and your lungs and for every other metabolic process, every other process in your body requires it. So if there's not enough in your body and you're not taking more in to fill those deficits, then your body is going to break down cartilage to get that sulfur to take it to the heart because the heart's a lot more priority than your joints are. And that's generally why why people have... Uh cartilage loss is because of the the actual Mm -hmm. sulfur. And it's not a mutated cell that does that. In cartilage, just like in bones, there are cells that are specifically designed to break down cartilage. And that is for our body's defense because if there's not enough nutrients, if we are in a place that we can't get a good amount of nutrients, our body's going to keep us alive as long as possible. And it'll do that by cannibalizing the non-essential systems to keep the essential systems alive. But when we feed ourselves and get the proper nutrients back in there, then the body starts to redistribute those nutrients when there's an excess uh, more than is needed for the essential systems. Then it goes to the next essential system, starts to fill its deficits, and so on and so forth. Like MSM, which is a, a sulfur supplement. A lot of people think, well, I've I got bad knees and, and, and I'm going to take MSM, chondroitin, for my knees because... Uh, it, it I, I, everybody says that's what you need. Well, 
with some people, there is no response to MSM to help the needs because there's a massive deficiency in the critical systems of sulfur and it goes there first. So a lot of times people say, well, I took that and that didn't help. Well, keep taking it because you still have a massive deficiency because it's not even touching the knees. So the, the immune system does not, does not attack our bodies. It keeps us alive. There's so many systems in the body now that, that, are, that are critical that are fed by the immune system and it has a, a greater knowledge of what needs to happen. Your heart needs to move and pump. Uh, it, it doesn't care about your knees. Now once the deficiency is taken care of in the heart, it cares about the knees. It takes care of that. But the main thing is we need to realize that the underlying factor here is our diets are terrible. They're absolutely terrible. It's not what they are. It's what they're deficient in. Like you take a wheat berry <clears throat> and you grind it and you sift it and you chlorinate it and you insecticide it and then people eat it. How can that possibly be uh, good for the body? All the, the, the majority of the vitamins and minerals are next to the, the bran on the outside of the, the sheath of the, of the wheat berry. And a lot of people say, well, I got... I got, I got uh, uh, Gluten intolerance. Well, yes, you have a gluten intolerance because you've been eating the goo out of the out of the out of the grain for so long. You can't digest it anymore. You have no fiber because they've they've stripped that. You have no B complex because they've stripped that from the grain. Yes, you've got a full belly, but that's all you have because there's so many the the important vitamins and minerals in grain, and also the the germ feeds and nourishes the reproductive systems of our body. We have a tremendous infertility problem in the U.S. because of processed and brominated grains. Kind of got off the system. Of, <laughs> well, of along, along those lines, um, because the a lot of our health starts in our digestive tract. They actually, among <coughs> natural therapists, they call um, constipation the disease of diseases. Because it, that's where our health starts. That's where the immune system really starts because our immune system can't uh, take care of any of the essential systems unless it gets the nutrients. And the nutrients come directly from the colon and it takes it where it needs to go. And then the excess toxins dropped back into the colon. It's where if, we didn't, if the colon's not functioning properly and our immune system has grabbed a whole bunch of junk it needs to get rid of and tries to drop it into the colon to a to get rid of it and we're constipated it sits there for a long period of time so it's reabsorbed into our blood system to go around and our immune system has to pick it up again and stick it back in the colon and it can have to do that several times if we're and, uh, our bowels aren't moving so it's essential for those good things like grains and other things because grains have the fibers to help to move um, the stuff through our system and when we eat whole foods vegetables and grains and other things like that our digestive tract moves much more um, naturally. fluid naturally it, it works a lot better and gets the excess toxins out plus has a mass amount of nutrients to be absorbed to be taken places so we don't develop autoimmune diseases you know people a lot of people I've, I've talked with they, they get tired of people like us talking about toxins <clears throat> in the body you know well what toxins I eat a clean diet well 8 billion cells die every day 
I mean, eight, nor, normally eight billion cells, and that just that cellular replacement creates toxicities. Also, you mentioned toxins going through the bloodstream, and and uh, that a lot of times the toxins are stored in fat. Our fat stores are full of toxins, mm-hmm. and when we when we when our bodies diet or lose weight and that kind of stuff, those toxins are also put back in there. So the organs like the lymphatics and the liver and the skin have all got to be addressed. The immune system is is benefited by taking care taking a liver flush every once in a while and a lymphatic flush. We have those, we'll describe those to you. And normal weight of um, I should say weight loss occurs when you get all of these systems functioning properly and the body doesn't have to store toxins in fat cells to get them out of the bloodstream and the way that the toxins even get into the fat cells is because they were in the bloodstream and then the liver has to process its job is to equalize the toxins or um, chemicals and everything make sure that the blood is what it's supposed to be and so it filters all the blood and pulls out all of the nasties um, that shouldn't be there. And if it can't put it into the bowels, if the bowels aren't functioning, it stores it as fat because we have no way to get rid of it. So taking stress uh, 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 taking stress off the liver is <clears throat> by getting the, the bowels functioning properly. I, I, I have done some, some testing with dry blood and live blood analysis with uh, some herbal formulas. Uh, I have identified and seen lymphocytes. Now, lymphocytes are part of the immune system, and they kill viruses, bacteria, and different things like that. And we isolated a lymphocyte, and you can tell how active they are by the hair on them, basically, little hairs, fibers, wiggling, okay? And then we introduced an herbal formula into the uh, the body, and it just it just made that just go all kinds of active. Okay, so we know that herbal formulas feeding the body properly feeds and nourishes the the lymphatics, and that formula is fection. You know, fection is misunderstood in a lot of things because um, a lot of people envision fection a lot like an antibiotic. It goes in there and kills out all the bad. It stuff. is the main probiotic uh, probiotic of the world. Yeah, <laughs> and it what it does is it actually cleans the lymphatic system. It cleans it out and encourages the lymphocytes, which are the little guys eating up the bad stuff, to function properly, to get active and to move around. It, it cleans it and gets everything functioning. And by cleaning it, everything starts to work better. The, it gets rid of all the excess bad stuff, flushes it into the, the colon. And, and that's one of the reasons that I recommend to school teachers to take one infection a day. Because it cuts down their their absence absentees. You know, a, a lot of people think doctors are around illness a lot. No, they're not. They can walk away. You know, they go in the room, see the person, and walk away. But school teachers are around kids all day long. Teacher, teacher, and they can't get away from them. Now, I, I, that's just the nature of of being a school teacher. So, mine, I tell them to take one or two infection a day during school, and it, and it cuts. It has cut down their absence, mm-hmm. so so basically it feeds an, it feeds and nourishes the the immune system. Yep, and whether they have an autoimmune disease or not, you can still take infection because it's not going to boost the immune system and make your body cannibalize itself quicker. 
Right. It encourages it cleans the immune system and encourages it to function properly. That word we defined in in uh, uh, one of our other podcasts, homeostasis. Herbs that a lot of times people think, well, if if this is such a good thing for my nervous system, uh, will it like put me to sleep? Will it overreact? When in reality, what herbs do is homeostasis. They balance the nervous system. They balance the immune system. They balance the digestive tract. They balance the body. Okay, they balance the blood. They don't. If if this cleans up my blood, will it make it thin? Well, no. It causes the balance in the body, and that's what we're looking for. So there are some herbal formulas that that are wonderful for the immune system. We'll go over those, but. Understand that if you have an autoimmune disease, this is our definition of autoimmune disease. It's prioritizing nutrients in the body, and it's not your enemy. So to help the immune system, what do you do? You clean up the digestive tract. You clean up the liver. You clean up the lymphatic. How do you do that? Well, there's specific ways to do that. Um, There's herbal formulas that help with the liver, like Live Clean. Live Clean's awesome. You take that to where it's, you're just under bowel tolerance. Um, so that means you're not messing your brains out. Right. You, you don't have to run down the hall and say, get out of the way. You know, it's controlled. It's like, you know, I think I need to find a bathroom. When you get older, that's a good good thing anyway. You're always trying to find a bathroom. But it helps uh, clean up the liver. Lymphatic lymphatic uh, response to affection tremendously. Um, so... Those that have autoimmune diseases, think of it as you need to balance your your, your uh, immune system. Not that it's it's cannibalizing your body and it's part of your body that's destroying you. That's that's not the way we were created. And just in general, for taking care of your immune system, infection goes a long way to take care of the immune system. I've had I worked with an individual in a clinic in a um, health food store that they would. Uh, Give him like twenty some infection. This individual came Holy in mold. with a came in with a problem, a rector, uh, internal rectal fissure. <laughs> uh, but uh, the point is, she told her that she had to take twelve infection every uh, three to four times a day. Did you retrain that uh, person in the health food store? Mm, somewhat. <laughs> okay. Some people aren't trainable in that. Well, they just well, they're set in their ways. But what? Well, see, the nice thing is that's not going to hurt her. Yes, but infection is so effective that you don't usually ever need any more than nine when it's a really extreme case. For a short period of time. Yeah. Right. And nine would be sufficient, and it's sufficient for taking care of colds, flus, anything you got. We often say, if you don't know what you got, take infection. Until you can get more information. <laughs> Until you can get more information, because your immune system takes care, helps with any disease or any ailment that you have. Uh, infection will help to stay away from getting the flu or the cold or any of those things by keeping your immune system up because it's what well, keeps illnesses away. Well, you know people that have just just healthy. They don't do hardly anything, but they're just healthy. Well, those people that, you know, and they, they brag, hey, I can eat anything, I can do anything. Well, basically, it's their immune system is still healthy enough to keep them from having problems. But... One of these days, it's going to turn around. Uh, so it's a healthy immune system, okay? 
Now, we need to realize that that there's there's ways that we can take care of this. We can take antibiotics to try to help take care of the illness we have, but that's that's backwards for us. Uh, antibiotics destroy the digestive tract. So what we do is try to create that balance in the body and be able to help people understand that that health is inside of us. It's the immune system. So infection is one of them. A tissue mint is phenomenal. Tissue mint is, is an overall basic nutrient. Uh, it feeds and nourishes the body. If you want to have a broad-based uh, nutrient, the tissue mint is the formula. We've seen it heal bones in a third of the time. We've seen, uh, had one lady that had a crushed face and it was and the bones had grown back and the reconstruction part needed to be taken out. It's just a phenomenal formula. And it goes a long ways in autoimmune diseases because it fills so many different nutrient deficiencies that it's just phenomenal. But also we were talking about the different cleanses that help. The We have the lymphatic cleanse that we use that just you're going to take some salts and drink some um, some citruses to take care of it, and what it's going to take care uh, to clean the immune system. What it's going to do is you're going to take uh, globber salts. You're probably not familiar with those. We're going to take globber salts in a large amount, and it's going to dehydrate the lymphatic system. It's going to drain it. Like drinking sea salt yeah, on the ocean. Exactly. They yeah. dehydrate you, but then you're going to rehydrate yourself and your lymphatic system with citruses, which will um, bring alkaline fluid into. Um, the lymphatic system, and you do that. Uh, it has a, in the cleanse that we specifically sell. It has enough for five days. Sometimes that's a little too intense for somebody to fast five days on the citruses and do that lymphatic cleanse. So an individual can just do one of them if that's all they can handle, or they can do one every other day. If that's all they can handle for a little bit to really clean out the lymphatic system. One of the other things I want to talk about is is our lymphatic, and you mentioned it that. Uh, excuse me, our, our immune system. Part of that is is the the bone marrow in our bodies. There is an animal, uh, the shark, that has no bone marrow. It, it has a different type of immune system. Uh, our our immune system it, it has bone marrow. So as we take shark liver oil, it boosts our immune system another direction with a different type of immunity. Because a shark uh, has no bone marrow, its immune system is centered in the liver. Actually, the liver in a shark is a third the body mass and body weight of the animal. And it doesn't only help with the immune system. It helps with the circulatory well, system and it, with blood pressure and all kinds of You can go on and on about how, what shark liver oil will do for you. But we're not going to talk about all that. We're going to talk about the immunity of, of shark liver oil by itself because it's it's so uh, phenomenal. Uh, that will help your immunity. Shark liver oil is, is fairly inexpensive. Um, if you When you buy it, make sure there's nothing else in it other than shark liver oil. And sometimes they decide, well, we'll add more of this or more of that. Don't, don't do that. Just get shark liver oil, a good quality. We carry it. But it, it helps jack up the immune system uh, or support it much better because... It's like having two different types of immune systems in our body. And if you get a good shark liver oil, they're usually getting them from sharks that are pests that they have to get rid of anyways because they're killing off all of the other fish in the area. So they have to get rid of them 
So they use them for meat and shark liver oil and other things like that. So it's not just them going out and harvesting, going and finding sharks and killing them and just taking out their liver and getting rid of the rest. They use every bit of it, I know, and it's because they're pests that I, they're using a lot of them. I know people that, that care about that. I don't care. <laughs> you know? I, so, I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this, Dr. James, are going to care. I've had a lot of questions on that. Which is which is fine. And, and we try to be ecological sound and that kind of stuff. We're not just uh, destroying, uh, or people that do this are not just destroying the, the shark. They were put here for, for our benefit. So, faction, faction, faction. Is, it will make a big difference. If you don't know what you have, look at your digestive tract. Look at look at uh, the way you your your body's functioning. It used to be when I, when I was a kid, the first question a doctor would ever ask you when you went in to see him was, "Are you moving your bowels?" I don't think they ever ask that question anymore. I, I don't. I ask it all the time. Bowels. We've talked about this before. How often do you need to move your bowels? Well, at least once a day. Generally, in the morning is when it happens for people. Uh, also, about 30 minutes, 30 minutes to an hour after you eat. That's a normal time that's stimulated. Eat three times a day. You ought to go to the bathroom about that many times. Because the max amount of time that food should be in your body is 24 hours. Then and that's if you improperly food combine. That 24 hours is the max amount of time food should be in your body. So if it's 24 hours, you should be going every meal, yeah. three times a day. And it should be a large amount. Now, things to help the, that... You know, colloidal clays. I mean, the bentonite clays are, are awesome uh, to help the bowels function a little bit better, taking pressure off the immune system. We're a very redundant uh, system, our bodies. We've all we've always got something to to back it up with. So mm-hmm. just because we're we move our bowels once a week doesn't mean that that's the, the way it ought to be. And um, just as one mentioned, we've mentioned several times about cleansing the the different <laughs> systems in our body that actually get rid of toxins are our lungs or our different organs, our lungs, our kidneys, our liver, and our skin. And that is way the way that the immune system gets rid of the toxins in it. The immune system when it kills a disease or whatever it doesn't just, it's not kill and poof it just disappears like you shoot it with a a phaser out of Star Trek. It doesn't just (laughs) dissolve. It's a toxin that still needs to be moved out of the system and our body's got to move it through the liver or it's got to move it through the kidneys and out the urinary tract or out the skin. So if you're having any problems with rashes and other things like that, that can be involved in the immune system as well. So when we're thinking about taking care of and cleaning the immune system, we also have to have to think about where is the <coughs> immune system dropping the toxins and getting rid of it. So the, the bowels need to be moving well. The um, Your urinary tract needs to be functioning well. Your skin, if it's not clear, you're probably, your body's trying to get rid of toxins because <laughs> it can't get rid of it other places. Well, actually, those phasers from Star Trek don't leave any residue. They just poof, it goes away. So Yeah. That doesn't happen in our immune system. <laughs> if um, we should uh, distribute little phasers to all of our uh, <clears throat> lymphatic lymphocytes, and then they won't have to... <laughs> we got carried away here on that. Now, <laughs> we, you need to realize, you need to realize, Hippocrates said, now he is the father of medicine. He, he He's not the father of modern medicine. That he drives was me not crazy. a druggie. 
I can't stand the fact that they claim him, that allopathic physicians, medical doctors claim Hippocrates because they're hypocrites whenever they do. And then they say, and then they say, do no harm. Well, uh, uh, look at the the litany of the problems that these chemicals do. We need to talk about uh, extracting the the remedy and how toxic that becomes. So, the bottom line is, it's when we're sick, look at the immune system. Well, what supports the immune system? The bowels, the, the excretory systems, the livers, the things like that. So you can get a big benefit by cleaning up your lymphatic infections, the, the one to start with. And as Hippocrates said, let your food be your uh, medicine and your medicine be your food. That's why we always focus on food. It's about what you take into your body and you break it down and use it for your body to be healthy. And if you're eating food that has no life in it, no nutrients in it, all you're doing is is having belly water. Here on the farm, we got a cow, we got a milk cow that uh, she gets bored and she just eats and eats and eats and eats and eats. So we give her grass that doesn't just fills her belly up. It doesn't have any nutrients in it because she's bored. Okay. Well, people are bored. They eat food that is not. It's belly water. White flour, anything white. Is garbage. It has nothing in it. They've separated something out of it. Food is not white. Name me a white food. A marshmallow, right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, the uh, white food does not exist. Brown rice. Just changing to whole grain will make a big difference with your immune system because it'll give you those nutrients. I know there's a, a movement in the health industry that the bad mouths grain. We'll do a little thing on grain. So that people understand, whole grain is food. It's the staff of life. How, how many years have we listened to the staff of life? It is the staff of life. Some cultures spend a tremendous amount of effort growing grain. Okay? So, have we chewed this up enough? Well, we're, we're coming up on 30 minutes. Uh, any questions? If this is stimulated questions, please email us. And we'll try to address that. And if we address that with a podcast, we'll send you the link. And hopefully you can catch on to us. We jump around and <laughs> skip around in all sorts of subjects, kind of staying in the general area. So we may have drawn up more questions than we answered. Hopefully we answered quite a few. But really, give us your questions. We'd love to do our best to answer them for you. There's no such thing as a bad immune system. It's an unhealthy uh, immune system. An immune system that doesn't have nutrients to deal with. Or a malnutritioned immune system. Well, look at Americans. They look like malnutritioned little babies from from uh, third world countries. they got these big bellies. That's, an, um, uh, that's a, a, a real significant problem. No muscles on the legs or the arms, but this big fat belly that, that has, is full of toxins and doesn't function. 